Yo, yo, here we are in the real studio, not the laundry room, with Will and Anna. Let's keep it going. Is the laundry room at your house, or is that at the gym? No, it's at the gym. Okay. Um, kind of started off as a gimmick, but it might actually work. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know? I mean, it's uh, probably the only place you can kind of escape the uh, the noise. And It is. Uh, I take all of my conference calls and videos in there. <laughs> So uh, it's 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 worked out. Um, so I've been working out with you there about a month, I think, doing the boot camp classes. And what I like about it is, I feel like I'm getting a full body workout throughout the week. Like I'm, right. there's nothing that's not getting worked out. <laughs> How do you put those the different classes together each day? Like, is there a certain formula you follow right. to be sure that every part of the body's getting, you know, focused on? Yes, and I'm glad you noticed um, because a lot of time uh, was actually spent, um, not just myself, but uh, at the top level, we have a panel that writes all the programming for the nation. Uh, so what we do, like Monday's a lower body focus, doesn't mean we're only doing lower body work. Uh, we're going to hit the total body Tuesday upper, Wednesday's full, and then we repeat Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday lower, Friday upper, Saturday full. People are working out on Saturdays? <laughs> we do have a few that come in, uh, mostly scholastics. But we, we, you know, after the football season, uh, right around this time and then after the football season, our adults will pick back up uh, at that 8 a.m. slot. And we might move it a little bit uh, just to – it's been asked. But, um, you know, aside from that, we just follow, um, you know, what's been studied and what's been shown to work. Uh, long-term and short-term, essentially working for adaptations. Uh, So this part of the year, we expect our clientele base and just gen pop to increase their caloric intake. Uh, So we we work a lot of um, multi-joint and big muscle group movements just to help you burn more calories. Mm. Oh, yeah. Need that. Oh, yeah. That's why squats and broad jumps and all that fun Dude, stuff. Those broad jumps were miserable today. <laughs> they were. I don't know why. That was the they most miserable were. part of the entire thing. Oh, it, it's just the timing of it. Where, I guess where so. it was in the workout. It sucked. Oh. It sucked. I did it. it I mean, sucked. it really did. Like, if you just looked at the whole workout today, you'd think, you'd think like, well, that's going to be the easiest thing. I just have right. to jump down there and back six times. Yep. But that was the most miserable part. Oh, yeah. For it, some it, reason. It, misery. And then the bike afterward. Yeah. Uh so in my class that I go to, the noon class, the variation mm-hmm. of people where they are in their fitness levels, yeah. and we're all doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, but we, there are a couple of people in there, we won't name anybody, but a couple of people are in like really good shape. Right. Um, and then some people I think are probably more on the beginner side. Right. No, like you, they're, they're starting out in their journey. No, you're 100% correct. And that's honestly the beauty of it. Uh, because I've been to group classes where I felt like I didn't belong. Uh, I went to a CrossFit place once and definitely, and look, I'm a person that exercises, you know, three to four times a week usually. Right. And I felt like, oh boy, yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> I don't wanna, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, hundred percent. But like with our programming, um, you know, kind of getting kind of termy, we, we make sure that we have the opportunity to progress or regress a movement. So if, you know, you're not per se capable of like the broad jumps today. Uh, we had some that weren't capable of broad jumping just due to prior history, and so they're lunging the full field and back, or the full field is 15 yards, so full field and back. 
Um, and same with squats and any type of hinge or squat movement. We're able to move you forward if you're advanced or bring you back if we need to. And then you get the really frustrating people like, uh, I won't say her name, but the girl in blue pants today who does extra and like adds, adds oh, weight. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at her like, you're not supposed to have weight on this one. Why are you doing that? Yep, just because we can. But no, like if, you, if you're coming consistently um, and you're putting in the work, like yeah, just about everyone that's in those classes start at base level body weight movement. Um, you know, that's, that's part of the injury prevention uh, part of our, our system is that we're able to start them off base level. You still have a great workout. You still reach your goals as far as, you know, like we talked about earlier, creating that deficit or just, you know, getting the muscle action we need to tone up. And you have a good time in the group. And it doesn't hold anyone back. It doesn't, for the most part, we haven't run into the I don't fit. Um, and we just have a great time. I'm 38 now. When I was 33-ish, I think I was doing deadlifts. I should not have been. I didn't re- didn't have proper form, and I was doing too many. Um, and I, I, at that time, I used to run to the gym. So I'd run like almost two miles okay. to the gym. I'd work out, and I'd run two miles home. Oh, man. And I, I didn't feel anything happen right. while I was doing the deadlifts. But then on my way home, I was like, oh, wait. I can't feel my left butt cheek. Like, yeah, what is yeah. happening here? And then by the time I got home, my whole left leg was numb. And of course I start Googling and there's now pain starting to come into play. Um, and I could tell immediately like, oh, this is sciatica. That's what this is. And so I started doing these stretches thinking like, I just pulled them, what, you know. Right. And so I'm stretching, stretching. The next day, it was so intense. It was like immediately to the emergency room, right. kind of. I mean, it's oh, like the most intense pain I think I've probably ever felt. And I've like had some pretty big cuts and so yeah. So anyway, uh, Sure enough, blew out two discs. Got one bulge, one herniation, L4, L5, L5, S1. And it was life-changing. Like, my life will never be the same because now you just got to be – I can't go down to the ground and pick things up in certain ways. Um, But as long as I don't do the things that would irritate it, it's fine. Like, it doesn't bother me. Um, But – so the neurosurgeon that I dealt with through my injury said, listen, people – 30 and above should not do deadlifts. He said to your body, he said bodies are by the time you reach the age of 30, your disc and your spines are not, you know, right. supposed to be I doing know. that. You're what's your, have, yeah. What's your take on that? And of course, what we do, um, we don't do full deadlifts right. in the boot camp. We do something else that still does kind of work my lower back, mm-hmm. but without that, you know, the pressure where it's not supposed to be. Well, it, like, we don't do when we deadlift because we do our strength program. We deadlift, uh, and we have individuals that are up into their fifties, I believe, uh, and and we're pulling from the ground full range, but we're progressive, um, and, and so all that means is that it means a lot. But all that means is that we're not overloading the body. It's like how do you know you're not? Well, we program it out so that you start. You know, you come in, we do the assessment. Like with you, it'd be like, hey, do you have any prior issues? You know, what was it? You know, what brought that on? Um, have you been released? What did your doctor say? And then if you gave me that information, one, I would ask you if you're comfortable deadlifting. You know. I'm not. So then we wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we wouldn't, honestly. Um, we would, 
you know, like we do in the boot camp, we work the hinges or you know, the squat or like a, a different type of pull. So we're still getting that muscle action and that range of motion, um, but without loading you like a deadlift. Yeah. So the RDL is what we do. What's, mm-hmm. What does the R stand for? In Romanian. The, Ro, Romanian? Romanian? Romanian deadlift, deadlift. which is like a... The best way, I had trouble really isolating the muscles until DJ said, hey, just imagine that there's a dresser, a chest of drawers behind you, and you're with your butt, you have to close the, the drawer, right? Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, now with that in mind every time, it's like, oh, yeah, and you can definitely feel the muscles isolated. It is still frustrating. Now, I'll, I'll get there, <laughs> but my range of motion with right. that move is so much less than some of the people in that class. Right, and that's that progressive deal um, because I mean, like there's somewhere, you know, if if we're squatting for depth, like I know you're gonna get a, you're gonna hit a quarter squat, not you in particular. I was but. gonna say you know that I can go all the way to the <laughs> as to grass, <laughs> but I know you're gonna hit a quarter squat, and it's still effective. Uh, that's where we get into like effective range of motion and all of this, and you know, to be. I'm not going to be frank because I'm not going to use my four letters, but um, the the focus on, you know, hey, look, we're going to progress you from, you know, your basic body weight movement to a loaded back squat, for instance, a barbell on the back, um, but you have to squat perfectly with no butt wink, no, no twinge or anything like that, or you're not loaded. Um, it's BS. Um, and I'll just be straight up and say it's BS because a lot of times you need that load to feel it and to feel the movement. Um, even even working unloaded perfectly, I know some people who's who have great air squats, but you load them up and be like, hey, uh, um, let's let's go back a step. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, do we call this not CrossFit? Right? Would you call it interval training? What we're doing in the boot camp. Um, you know, honestly, we just say that we train athletically. Okay. Um, you know, we, we kind of, we don't really label because the labels change over time. Uh, and um, we, we, we're athletic training based in our paradigm. Uh, that's the best way to describe what we do. Uh, a lot of the protocols and the movements you'll see if you went into, let's say we went down the street to UAB, they, they do broad jumps in some of their programs and uh, box jumps, step ups, and whatnot, and, and in similar volumes and intensities that we do, and just a different population, so it, it might happen faster or more explosively. How long do your boot camps last? Uh, we're 54 minutes. Uh, so across the nation, all of our classes are 54 minutes. Um, you know, trying to keep in trend with industry and the whole I want it now and quick. Mm-hmm. And that includes warm up and cool down. Yep. Like today, it cool seems down. like we actually started. I saw it like at twelve, twelve. So we did twelve minutes of warming up. Right. Yeah. Before. Yeah, we make sure uh, the musculature is is ready to go, and then then like we've we've been trashing this week, <laughs> so the body should feel horrible coming into today. Uh, but you know, essentially after today, you should start to feel better. Yeah, I did not want to go today. How do you deal with people's plateau points? Like once they hit that plateau, how do you get past it for them? We assess. Uh, we reassess. Uh, so like let's say you've been coming and been working same weight or something, which shouldn't happen. It's, it's, we have a coach with each class, so we, we try and keep up with 
all of our clientele, but if you, let's say you, you come in and you're like, hey, look, I plateau, whether it be, you know, your your weight, your body composition, or you're just, you want, you know, whatever it is, uh, we'll, we'll do an assessment. Uh, most of it's verbal or written. Uh, once you're in the system, it, it's, it's fairly easy to look back. And, um, you know, we just make the adjustment that needs to be made. Um, if it's a physique type deal or, you know, weight loss or gain type deal, uh, then we do have um, an RDN that we've partnered with and we can refer you to them or, you know, whatever needs to happen. We have those friends. RDN? Uh, registered Dietitian and Nutritionist. Glad you asked that. <laughs> yes. For, for the listeners, yeah, I knew, I knew. Yeah, of course, for no, the no, listeners, no, 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 absolutely, yeah. I I assumed that was what that was, but I was like, well, I'm not 100 percent sure on this. Yeah, ask away, ask away. Do you um do you have many people that mix up the boot camp and then come back and do the weight training as well? We do. Um, we actually at one point um, had a group of individuals that would do the 5 a.m. boot camp and then the 6 a.m. strength back to back. Hmm. Uh, they didn't start there, but uh, over time, like you know, like you said, like they hit a plateau and they wanted to. It was right before pool season, uh, so they wanted to knock off a little bit of their baggage, and um, they joined the boot camp. And you know, we we helped them out as far as knowing what to expect and what to eat, uh, so that they they didn't bonk or just tank it. And uh, I saw great results, but it's something that needs to be worked up to and scaled. Do you think there's a better time of the day to work out? Is there, do you get more results uh, from certain times of the day? Um, that would be per individual. Yeah, uh, it, it's very ind- individualized. Uh, there, there are some studies out there, and I don't have to pull them to get it exactly right, but uh, that that show that. You know, it's, it's better to work out at X time of day. Um, but I always say make sure that it, it fits your schedule. Uh, because if, you know, let's say, like, you really want to get it in the morning, but you go to work and you're rushed right afterward, you're more than likely, you know, at some point going to be like, you know what, I, I need some more rest. Or I'm, you're going to come up with, a reason we'll call it <laughs> not to go work right. out yeah. and you know same in the afternoon if it's like hey i'm gonna be rushed to work out and then i gotta pick up the kids and this and that is this not gonna happen so you gotta find that time and, and reserve that time for you i actually had to put it in my calendar and i work in the damn gym you know like, <laughs> i was about to say yeah, yeah i mean that's the that's the key for me and for a lot of people is you need to have it as part of your schedule like right. an actual time if I didn't have that noon every day, and yeah. now I like my when I eat is based around yep. going to D one, uh, I do literally take a twelve minute nap, twelve to twenty minute nap, um, and that happens because I work really early in the morning. Right. So that happens around the that schedule. Uh, but if it wasn't, man, I just you know, and, I, and there weren't the same people right. there every day, and it wasn't like a team. Yep. Uh, it'd be really easy to skip. <laughs> it is. Um, you know, one of the 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 great things that I've noticed being there um, and experienced even is that the class that you're with, like they actually care if you're there or not. And I feel judged if I miss a day. <laughs> <laughs> Just know you are. <laughs> we talk about you when you're not there. <laughs> it is funny because here's the thing. Uh, so many people in my class are 
fun and funny and talkative and my job <laughs> is to talk i talk all morning and then i'm like the shyest person there like i never say a word <laughs> you are now that you pointed out <laughs> it's the truth though yeah, right no, you say the least which is you know hey come in and get it <laughs> I mean, I am there to exercise, but also, like, I like everyone in the class right. so much, they just probably don't know that. Don't. <laughs> well, now they do. Now, now they, they do. do. Uh, yeah, I just say nothing. So, hi, friends, I'm Will. <laughs> you're, hearing, you're hearing me now say it. So, well, it's been super beneficial for me. I can't recommend it highly enough. I brought a right. friend over who's, like, a serious CrossFitter and does yeah. competitions and stuff, and even he was like, dude, he was blown away by it and pretty sore for days. I bet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different animal. Um, and, and I recommend, you know, like, I have gotten over the, you got to do this or, you know, like, we're not, could we be your standalone? Yes. I mean, that's, that's what we planned and we programmed to do. And that's why we offer what we offer. But in reality, like you said, we're social. And if a friend's going here or there, like, Oh, work out with your friends, you know. Um, we, we have, you know, some of our clientele that they come in, they're, they're with us three, four days a week, and then they're elsewhere two days a week. You know? I do that too. I mix it up. I, go, I climb yeah. as well. Let's hey, try to, there you go. Trying. Climbing's tough. It is. It's a tough I, thing. We'll talk to you in about 10 pounds lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. For sure. Well, man, this has been cool, DJ. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for letting us uh, be a part of the podcast. And Anna, you'll have to go back and check out. There are a lot of great episodes. I listened to the one on fat yesterday and why. Hey, why fat's go. important. Fat is important. To, to keep in your body there. So good sure. stuff, Coach DJ, DJ Taylor and Anna. Thanks. I, I knew you'd have some questions that I wouldn't think of. So it's good stuff. Thank you. Thank yeah, you thanks. both. I, I really enjoyed it. It's good to be on the other side. <laughs>